Welcome to the Scariest Things Podcast, your gateway to the trends and tropes of the horror genre. And once again, it's time for the Thingy Awards, where we celebrate the best that was of 2022. And since we're sort of on pace with the Tony Awards, we're in good shape. Sure, it's June. We don't care. We're going to do our award show now. Yeah. So uh, we have actually canvassed an, uh, uh, some of our favorite fans and contributors to uh, to once again weigh in on the uh, the best and the worst of the horror scene from 2022. Uh, I'm I'm again introductions. Your host Eric Lee, along with as usual Mike Campbell and Liz Williams. So, uh, you guys, what what's your broad take? Because we we do our end of the year favorites. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A broad take, uh, which was the same uh, as our end, my end of the year broad take is 2022 was the worst year for horror, and it was also the best year <laughs> for horror that I've experienced as a horror podcaster over the last six years. Best and worst simultaneously. So, so explain yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the best horror films I've ever seen in 2022. I saw the worst horror films I've ever seen in 2022. It's a Dickensian year. It is a very Dickensian year. Yes. Liz, what about you? <laughs> what was your hot take for 2022? Uh, you know what? I like doing the thingies in the middle of the year because I liked going back and remembering everything from last year and i agree it was a pretty dang good movie or movie year and uh i'm excited to see what our voters think and who comes out on top yeah you get a, you get you really get a chance to take a minute out and catch those films that maybe you couldn't catch in 2022 yeah. maybe weren't quite out on vod yet maybe didn't hit the video shelves i know Next week, I'm very excited because Evil Dead Rise is coming to Movie Madness in in a physical form. There you go. So I will finally get a chance to watch it. Renfield just came out on DVD last week. Okay. uh, But they only had DVD. They did not have a Blu-ray copy. And I said, I'll be damned if I'm going to watch a (laughs) DVD copy (laughs) of Renfield. No, Renfield is actually something on on Ultra HD 4K that will look really good. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's an action movie. Movie, so you kind of want that high frame rate. That's right. But that's what I like uh, yeah. about doing the thingies in, in uh, towards the middle part of the years. You do get that chance to sort of go back and reflect and think about all those things that maybe you missed or just frankly weren't quite yet available. Right. Um, I My takeaway yeah. is that uh, I think we're beginning to see the real youth movement coming mm. through. So we've had a generational change in directors. We've lost some of all, a lot of the great directors from when we we were growing up through the industry. Uh, so your Wes Cravens, your your Toby Hooper, Tuck, George Romero, Tuck Browning. a touch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I think I think you're now seeing a a, a new a new batch of um, of directors as well. Is that one of our categories? Do we get to talk about new, new and emerging directors? Well, we have new and new and emerging actors, but oh, the, okay. but not the directors. Emerging, okay. But I think that there's the the names are are not ones that would necessarily roll off the tip of your tongue, with maybe the exception of Jordan Peele. Sure, sure. Uh, for no for for known maybe. quantities <laughs> of the directors. Ty West. Well, yeah, Ty West. Yeah, yeah. Ty but West. He's uh, been around for a minute. Yeah, Tister. He's just Tister. welcome back, Ty West. 
That's right. Yeah, he was nine, eight or nine years taking yeah. a break from horror. So yeah, he may be a 2022 nominee and a 2023 nominee. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see Whenever how Maxine, Maxine represents. Yeah, because uh, I think I think your uh, adverse reactions to Pearl, yeah, uh, prevented <laughs> Pearl from ending up on our uh, on our list. However, there are some of our voters who actually really took a shine to Pearl. Oh, I know people love Pearl, and yeah. uh, and so that there were some write-in uh, nominations for Pearl on. Uh, in a few of the categories. Yeah. Okay. All right. But let's get let's let's uh, walk up to the podium. So yeah. Liz, uh, dressed in her finest Chanel, uh, yes. in, uh, coming up. It's pronounced Versace. If you get that, DM me. Veraki. Pronounced Versace. Okay. So what have we got coming up first? We are gonna kick it off with the best actress in a leading role, and it seems like it has to be said every year. But the best actress is the hardest and most jam-packed of our nominee groups this year is no exception. There are so many great performances by actresses in 2022 where women simply owned the genre. This year, a definitive new wave of young actresses are on the scene, but Rebecca Hall is holding down the fort for veteran actresses. And she's still young. Uh, but there <laughs> is a new generational push that has arrived. And there were so many people we couldn't include everybody, but our nominees are Mia Goth, for Maxine in X, Rebecca Hall as Margaret in Resurrection, Sozie Bacon as Rose in Smile, Micah Monroe as Julia in Watcher, Jenna Ortega as Wednesday Adams in Wednesday, Anya Taylor-Joy as Margot in The Menu, Taylor Russell as Marin in Bones and All, and Amber Midthunder as Naru in Prey. And Eric, the winner, please. The winner. Uh, and this this is sort of the year of Mia Goth, uh, who wins for Maxine in X. Huh? Oh, uh, she also got a write-in for Pearl. Okay. okay. So, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so she is part of this, gen you know, the generational shift. Mm -hmm. Both she and Jenna Ortega, I think, are sort of uh, poster girls for what's the of in-demand actresses mm -hmm. right. in the horror genre. Yeah. But the best performance of the year was Rebecca Hall Agreed. as Margaret in Resurrection. Yeah. Says <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike. People may have spoken, but Liz and yeah, Mike well, have spoken yes. that it's Mike Rebecca lost Hall. His, <laughs> Mike's mayoral can, uh, the term has ended and he can no longer right. All right. Moving on to the best actor in a leading horror movie role. These actors anchored their films in 2022. The generational change in the male side of the genre is also going through a youth movement though a couple of veteran actors had great showings in 2022 tim roth ralph fines this was largely a young man's game in 2022 it bodes well for the future poor doesn't it question mark the nominees were jacob anderson is louis de point in uh, louis de point de Locke in uh, interview with a vampire uh, Timothy Chalamet as Lee in Bones and All, Ralph Fiennes as Chef Slowick in The Menu, Daniel Kalua as O.J. Hayward in Nope, uh, Ryan Quanton in as Wes in Glorious, uh, Tim Roth as David in Resurrection, and Mason Thames as Finney in The Black Phone, and Joseph Winter as 
Sean Ruddy in Deadstream, and the winner was Ray Fine. Oh, interesting! Uh, Chef Slowick in the menu. He, okay. he was all right. It was uh, he was very menacing. He was terrific yeah. in that in that role. Uh, uh, Ray Fines. I mean, like yeah, you can't. It's yeah. hard. He, <laughs> That's like putting so, Meryl Streep up and like. <laughs> How many Academy Awards does Ray Fiennes have? I think he's got one. I think okay. he's got Good one for more. Schindler's List, huh? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. All right, all right. Slumming it in the world of horror. Good <laughs> yeah, job, Ray yeah. Fiennes. Yep. Yeah. All right, next up, Liz. Okay, next we are going to the best supporting actress in a horror movie role. And often the supporting actresses get some of the best roles. Roles where actresses can unleash their inner method. Villains, colorful companions, uh, and we got some really good ones this year. So here are our nominees. Gwendolyn Christie as Jan Stevens in Flux Gourmet. Madeline McGraw as Gwen Blake in The Black Phone. Numi Rapace as Novena in, oh, there's no She's, title yeah. here, but I remember the name of it and I can't remember the movie. Um, you won't be alone. Yeah, you won't be alone. Kiki Palmer as Emerald Hayward in Nope. Katie Segal as Harper Dutch in Torn Hearts. Brittany Snow as Bobby Lynn in X. Laura Donnelly as Elsa Bloodstone in Werewolf by Night. And Jenna Malone as Alice in Swallowed. And our winner is... Not even close what? this year. What? What? Yeah. what? Madeline McGraw as Ooh. Gwen Blake in The Black Phone. A she... She is a little powerhouse. Yeah, I cannot wait to see how she develops because yeah. uh, she's only, she's not in the movie a whole lot, but when she's right. in it, she owns it. That's uh, right. The I think also the most the most toe curling um, child oh, abuse yeah. scene yeah. I've ever seen. I mean, it's like when she's crying, it was yeah. just like yeah. it was like she full on. It. It's like. Now, please tell me that you actually haven't been abused because yeah, right. you're not, it's like you want to go up and hug her. Yeah, and she was on, she's like 11, 12 years old, something like that. Yeah. That's, uh, that's pretty impressive. Really good young actress. Yeah. Uh, let's let's hope that she uh, she follows a a uh, role that doesn't follow in the exorcist footsteps and ends up doing crashy movies later in her career. Don't do the exorcist too, Madeline. (laughs) (laughs) Roller boogie was perfectly fine. Uh, You know, it's, you know, it's a little aside. I uh, was thinking about showing Nope to my youngest son. And I I said, Oh, I think you can see yo. Nope. It's, it's not that, Mm -hmm. it's not that bad. It's not that scary. And I looked up under the IMD uh, parents guide mm-hmm. and Kiki Palmer says the word fuck 62 times in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Hank, Hank's, 62. Hank's, 62. That's just, that's just a, you know, a half hour with dad. I mean, come on. Sure. Exactly. All right. Moving on to the best supporting actor in a horror movie role. Are you looking for comic, comic relief? Your antagonist, your foil, the best friend who tells it like it is. This year's supporting actors are made up of veteran actors. These guys flesh out the movie and are the extra flavor needed to make the story work. The best supporting actors for 2022 are Joseph Colomb as Dom in Swallowed, uh, Bern Gorham as Daniel Weber in The Watcher. Is it Watcher or The Watcher? It's Watcher. 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 Ethan Hawke is the grabber in The Black Phone. Uh, Nicholas, Nicholas Holt is Tyler in The Menu. Justin Long is A.J. Gilbright. 
Gil Bride in Barbarian, Alistair Petrie as Seamus Laurent in Cursed, The Cursed, Jack Quaid as Richie Kirch in Scream, and Stephen Young as Yupe Park, Jupe Park in Nope. And the winner was... Well, we we have a moment where Liz is going to have to wield her 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 mayor's the gavel, mayor's gavel. Uh-oh. mayor's Uh-oh. mayor's prerogative. So we have a tie between Justin Long Ooh. from Barbarian, yeah, and also Burn Gorman oh, uh, from easy. Watcher. That's the easy well, choice. My choice is who I voted for, and it's Justin Long. Yeah, uh, I voted for Justin Long too. Oh, I voted for Burn Gorman. Really? Yeah, yeah. he's totally. Oh, he, I mean, he's menacing, creepy. but like he. That's his vibe in everything I've ever <laughs> seen him in. Yeah. He's been the menacing, <laughs> creepy guy. He has no he eyebrows himself. and no lips. Yeah. He is, he's, he's, he's like, he's like a corpse creepy. walking. <laughs> Justin Long, I thought this was his role. He chewed up the scenery and played a, you know, sex offender better than anybody I've seen in a <laughs> he's, while. He's a horror movie treasure who doesn't get <laughs> He is get, a treasure. And, and he, the, the comedy of when he goes in the basement and starts oh realizing. Oh, God, with the measuring tape rent. for square footage. Oh, I lost it. <laughs> That's so it. good. I and then his, Justin And his, his awful turn at the end and his, and his comeuppance, all terrific. Yeah. That was, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he was, yeah, he, was he, he was one of those, because he, he doesn't show up for the bulk of the movie, but he owns the second half of yeah. the movie. Yeah. yeah. And when he, was he not shows so, up, he was not so wonderful. great in the other uh, the other horror film he did this year, which was like was that like a vampire one or something? Yeah, the one on that was uh, on Hulu. It yeah, was, I didn't watch that one. Yeah, I watched it, and it was pretty darn awful. Justin Long, he does a lot. He he stays within the genre though. He is a genre mainstay. That's where yeah, his no, bread, no, bread and butter, comic relief in a in. Yeah, uh, and sometimes he gets he sometimes he gets the lead, mm-hmm. but often he's best sort of like third on the call sheet, House like of, this. House of Darkness. House yeah. of Darkness was yeah. the other one he had. I, okay. I think I turned that and on he, and made it about five minutes and said, "Nope." And he also uh, made a couple bucks this year doing a little film called Christmas with the Campbells. Hey, yeah. you came to your house? Yeah, with Vince, <laughs> Vince Vaughn and Peter Billingsley. Okay, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's sticking with the genre ish. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Liz, <laughs> All right. what do we got next? Our next category is the Faye Ray Award for Breakout Rising Star. And you don't have to be a youngster to be a breakout star, but it helps. Many of these performers are in their first dramatic roles in a feature film. In 2022, these most of these nominees are getting their first lead roles or maybe first movies ever. And these are actors who deserve to reap the reward of bigger and better jobs due to their great performances in horror this year. And our nominees are Madeline McGraw as Gwen in the Black Phone, Mason Thomas as Finney in the Black Phone. I think it's Thames. Oh, is it? Or Thames. 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 Mason Thames as Finney in the Black Phone. Jenna Ortega in X and she's in Wednesday and she's in Scream, but we're not going to hold Scream against her. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Georgina Campbell as Tess in Barbarian. Mary Glenn Frederick as Jenny in Stag. Laura Galan as Sarah in Piggy. Aisha D as Cecile in Sissy. Amber Mid-Thunder as Naru in Prey. And Cooper Koch as Benjamin in Swallowed. 
Eric, who is our winner? It's a bit of a surprise, actually, given that we just had Madeline McGraw win for Best Supporting Actress. Mm-hmm. But this this is the year of Jenna Ortega. Oh. Uh, she's Thank sort you. of ubiquitous. And so she she pulled out 35% of the vote. Uh, a fairly substantial mm-hmm. uh, win for Jenna Ortega. Okay. okay. Yeah, I think she was born to play Wednesday Adams. Man, does she 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 is terrific in that role. And that I think I think if it you know she was she was pretty good next uh, as a supporting member, mm-hmm. um, but really all of a sudden now she becomes she is an actress in demand because of Wednesday. And she, you know, so she so Scream Six was she she headlines that. It's interesting how they rewrote the marketing campaign for Scream Six mm-hmm. around her uh and sort of less Courtney Cox, which is must be a little bit of a dent to the the Courtney Cox ego, but uh, yeah, I think I think Jenna Ortega is going to be someone we're going to be seeing a lot of in the next few years. All right, <clears throat> moving on to the Gateway Award, the best horror film for young and new horror fans. We all have to start somewhere, and these nominees are your on ramp to the horror genre. Uh, not as scary or viscerally as intense as much of the horror. These movies still bring some of the scares but often a lot of the fun to the proceedings. Honestly, this year, not a lot of kids fair. None, <laughs> none of these are kids films. Are kids uh, but, a bunch, but a bunch of films that would be low impact for horror newbies. And per usual, it's largely the big studios providing the more accessible fare. The nominees were The Black Phone, Nope, Werewolf by Night, Bones and All, Smile, Torn Hearts, Prey, and Who Invited Them? And the winner was uh, lots of spread around on this one, um, but Prey takes this one. This is, um, I think, uh, I think a lot of people sort of the, it's it, it's the re the the great restart of a veteran franchise. Mm-hmm. Sure, sort of reset the clock for them. It looks terrific. <laughs> I think it it uh, it also it's 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 an adventure romp. Yeah. Um, and it, and it actually brings horror back to the Predator franchise, where it's yeah. been sort of largely absent for the past couple couple versions, where it's more just science fiction action. Now it's yeah. actually the monster is uh, significantly stronger than everything mm-hmm. else in its in its in its path. So yeah, best pre- breast Predator, Predator Two, heard it here first. Moving <laughs> really on, really Predator Two, <laughs> sticking with the original with Gary, with Gary Busey going right. over the top. <laughs> And, yeah, that was and Danny Danny Glover going over the top. Everybody and everybody and, yeah. and every predator goes yeah, over uh, the top. <laughs> yes, that's right. And that and that's actually one of the interesting things is with Prey, Amber Mid Thunder and and Dakota Beavers, your two leads, are they play it kind of low key and maybe that's you know the the classic laconic Native American. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think plays in its favor here. I think that, but she she brings a great intensity. I thought I thought it was terrific. Oh Anyways. yeah, for oh, sure. Yeah. I All really right. liked it. Okay. Liz, our next category is the Abbott and Costello Award for best use of humor in a horror form film, horror comedy, peanut butter and jelly. These two complement each other and try to draw the two great and powerful emotions out of you in quick succession. That is scares and laughs, humor and glee with dread and terror. When it doesn't work, it's almost painful. But when it works, it's pure gold. So here are our favorite horror comedies from 2022. Who invited them? When the screaming starts, cult hero, Deadstream, glorious, violent night, stag, and Yule log. Eric, Ooh. who's taking home? 
the award for best horror comedy. It's Christmas time. Violent Night. Oh, interesting. I, I have yet to see Violent oh, Night. Oh, it's so good. And, and I think like, it's on HBO or Prime yeah. or something. It's free. Right, right, right. I think yeah. Yeah, Amazon Prime has it. Yeah. yeah. And, for sure. And it's David Dude, Harper it's as, as, yeah. as, as um, Booper. Santa. Killer Booper Santa. Yeah. Santa. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, so it was. It was better than it had any right to be. When I saw it, yeah. I was like, yeah, it's just going to be silly. No, it yeah. was, it made my top 10 list. I freaking loved it. It is going to yeah. be a holiday tradition. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's for a lot of people. It's, it, it has, it, we've gotten a lot of great Christmas horror. Oh yeah. Um, but this one probably is more fun than, you know, c- certainly more fun than inside. <laughs> inside, yeah. which is, which is Liz's just, other uh, go-to. Put them back to back. I'll start right. out with you know, inside the, and then I'll and then palate cleanser with violent yeah. night yeah. reset reset yeah, your yeah. uh, speaking of people we're going to be seeing a lot of over the next several years uh not only will we be seeing a lot of Jenny uh, Ortega we will be seeing a lot of David Harbour yeah <laughs> yeah right. I mean we already have but yeah. we'll be seeing a lot more <laughs> all right moving on to the best horror movie poster of the year uh the art of the movie poster isn't dead yet horror films have always had some of the best movie posters uh no read the best movie posters <laughs> in an era where movie marketers want to pitch the headshots of the big stars into their movies horror movies rely upon the story and the feels of the films to draw you to them best horror movie posters include the accursed fall pray who invited them pray for the devil smile Studio 666 and Terrifier 2, and the winner is... Well, this is uh, the, the Mike Campbell special uh, for, for posters. But this year, this this poster overwhelmingly took mm-hmm. uh, with... This is uh, Fall at 50%. What? Yeah, that's a great poster. I love that. It's poster. a great hey, poster. It's okay. Terrifier 2 poster is the best poster. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. If I had to pick a second place, I'd go with Pray for the Devil. So that just shows the poster sometimes like- can be way better than the movie. <laughs> I like I like the poster for Prey would have been my second choice. I Fall was my favorite. I bet. yeah, Fall was my favorite. I did I did put uh, many of these. If you go to the website and check out the dead list, the many of these for the best poster of 2022. Uh, we have a whole post up with uh, a number of different posters. Many of these are included. Uh, I am a huge fan of illustration, though. That's yeah. that's my jam. I think six of the eight were on that uh, of of this list were on the yeah. the. the the dead list that mm-hmm. uh, Mike created a while yep. back. Yeah. All right. All right. Now we are going to the best looking horror movie and the cinematography award. So we've split cinematography off from special effects. Um, and that's because the recognition is for two distinctly different elements in a movie. These 2022 films were able to show the beauty to juxtapose or heighten the sense of terror and dread in their films. And our nominees are fall watcher the menu you won't be alone x nope flux gourmet and prey eric the winner please we have a three-way tie so liz gets liz gets liz gets to do this liz liz got to be the mayor at this the right time here uh so this is a three-way tie between nope prey and the menu okay it's the menu you know it's not going to be nope from my opinion on that movie <laughs> but, <laughs> but although i will say 100 the menu uh 
I think I think Justin Peel filmed Nope in IMAX. I Jordan, think it was a, Jordan, Jordan. Oh, Jordan Peel. Yeah. What did I say? I don't Jordan. know. Once I Jordan saw Peele. that yeah, Jordan Peele, yeah. quote unquote monster, it looked like Justin Peel made it. Like I thought that thing looked like a remember in oh, gym. Did you ever have the parachutes that you would shake and then everybody goes sits under it? That thing just looked like a oh, I did not like it. <laughs> it was like a parachute Jean, jellyfish, also known as the Jean Jacket. <laughs> that's the name of that. That's the name of the creature. Oh uh, but God. yeah, uh, the I want to find what the uh, the building that they filmed the menu in because that is like that is a cool location, mm -hmm. and they really they used the whole the whole building and the island so well. But as one of those foodie IMDb. type people, I could. I was like, oh, oh yeah. my God, that looks good. Oh, I well, want to go shots. there. Like, the food I, shots like, were terrific. It was the yeah. best looking movie by okay. far. S'mores right. costumes and all. <laughs> Moving on to uh, the Harryhausen for the best visual effects of 2022. And here's the other side of the visual experience. Whether it's the lovely shadow puppetry of Candyman, the Vegas style uh, zombie yeah. apocalypse of Army of the Dead, the subtle ghostly surprises of the Nighthouse or the three-way kaiju throwdown, in Godzilla versus King Kong, we get some real visual treats in 2022, <laughs> and your candidates are the Fall Prey. Pause. Yeah, pause. Th take out that whole thing because those yep. none of those movies yep. are up. Yeah, yeah, that was last year's yeah, thing. This is this year. is the result of it's okay because we're just talking generally about. Well, we're not talking about any of the nominees. Any of those movies. Yeah. <laughs> none of those. Oh, are, okay. None of these nominees are on the list. So. Yeah. So we're gonna okay. So at the hold on, we're gonna take a look at where we are on the on the on the uh, I on didn't map here. I get what you're saying, like, and that's yep. probably why I didn't delete the things because it kind of when you're reading it, like, it could be these, but we wouldn't yep. have included Army of the Dead. Yep. <laughs> yeah, no, twenty, never, uh, never ever twenty at the twenty five thirty mark. That's where we kind of that's that's where you start sort of started okay. into this. So so okay. we'll, we'll we'll do a reboot. So think about how you want to. I'll just read the first and the last line. Yeah, that's yep. fine. Yep. Moving on to the Harryhausen Awards, the best visual effects for 2022. This is the other side of the visual experience, and your candidates include Fall, Prey, Hellraiser, Mad God, Nope, Werewolf by Night, The Cursed, and Beast. And the winner is Fall. This is uh, a landslide. Huh? That that was they. It won. It it. Pretty good, pretty good percentage here. Uh, I think the the trickery that they did to make mm -hmm. you think that that was that they were up two thousand feet in the air right. was super convincing. And they actually did. They built a rig that was still about two hundred feet in the air. Yeah, yeah. So there was a risk of falling and dying on that set, but they didn't take the you know the but they didn't have to. The so they built a a crane to do a lot of the shots mm -hmm. yeah. and the kind of super. It was like really cool on a small budget how they pulled off those effects that i thought movie that looks great it's a fantastic i wish i had seen that in the theater yeah i wish yeah. i had seen it in the theater but that I, would was have like, made your honestly, I was like this doesn't look that good and then we watched it at home and i was like wow i was very impressed by that movie <laughs> yeah. very yeah. impressed all right our next category is the best sounding movie and that includes sound effects mixing and soundtrack weird the lost boys is not up here for best song <laughs> uh, <laughs> but here. sound does play such an important role in horror movies from the snap of a branch to the right audio from the snap of a branch 
Hold on, stop. Right. Pause. Yeah, I'm sorry. From the, to the nap of a neck, I, I was like, just caught me. Um, oh, uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna take yeah, that. Yeah, okay. Off. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. It's na- nape. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or well, it should be. I'm just gonna take that yeah, sentence the, the, out. The, the break. The break. The break of a neck, or the breaking yeah. of a neck, or something. Snap. Better. It's a snap of a neck. Snap of the neck. Okay. okay. I was like the nap. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So, hold on. I'll do the whole thing over. Including my lost boys a bit. Just <laughs> <laughs> you got to get that in. Okay, our next category is for the best sounding movie, and that includes sound effects, mixing, and soundtrack. Even though the Lost Boys is not nominated for best soundtrack this year, <laughs> it still is the best horror movie soundtrack. It's evergreen. Yes, it's evergreen. Okay, so sound plays such an important role in horror movies. From the snap of a branch to the snap of a neck, the right audio clue at the right moment makes all the difference in the world. Sometimes you're looking for the jump scares and other times you're setting up an ominous build and you need the right audio scores to hammer this home. This category also recognizes movies that have strong original soundtrack ties or a great original score. And our nominees are The Black Phone, Bones and All, Flux Gourmet, Nope, Pearl, Prey, Werewolf by Night, and X. Eric, who is our winner, please? By a significant percentage, the black phone. Oh. Uh, which I think that was a combination, really, of um, sort of period piece kind of soundtrack and um, how the how you know the the jump scares because we saw Mike <laughs> leap out of his seat at least leap. three times. Airborne is- people. <laughs> <laughs> and it's also the weirdest and most appropriate use of a Pink Floyd song in yeah. a film ever. Yeah. And which but song was it, that? That incredible, was incredible. Incredible. Uh, it's one of the songs off of uh, off uh, Dark, Dark Side, Dark Side, Side, of, Side of, the of the Moon. Yeah. 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 Incredible. Incredible use that that they do. They play the entire song. That's the other thing that's really incredible too. And it's a very very long sequence. It's the one with the. It's at the end of the film, yeah. Right. Uh, not time. Is it time? No. Because one of the which would make sense because you're like yeah, ring, yeah, ringing yeah. and that kind of stuff. But yeah. anyways, we'll 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 get back to the yeah, yeah, yeah. to what very, that song is. But just very, go very watch good. the black phone if you haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah. that's right. It yeah. was terrific, terrific sounding movie. Yeah. Uh okay. all right. Tough one coming up. Here we go. Moving on to the best international horror film. Where would the horror genre be without movies like Martyrs, Ju-On, Train to Busan, Suspiria, Nosferatu, or Pan's Labyrinth? Foreign films are also envelope pushers. Horror films push the extremes, and this year is no exception. The nominees for this year's Best International Films are Speak No Evil from Denmark, Naughty Morty from Italy, Moloch from the Netherlands, Saloon from Senegal, The Innocents from Norway, uh, Maldeojo, the evil eye from Mexico, it hatched from Iceland, Hatchane from Finland, Zalava from Iran, and you won't be alone from Montenegro. And the winner is in a very strong category. Uh-oh. It wasn't particularly close. Uh oh, it's speak no evil. Oh yeah. So yep. yeah, I think this one, this one, I know that this was Liz's number one. Yep. I was yeah. looking at these nominees and I'm like, man, there's a lot of Scandinavian horror. I know. Yeah, but I think it was also I think it was cool that we got a Senegalese movie mm-hmm. in Saloon. And an Iranian movie. 
Yeah, so lava was a lot of fun. Liz mm-hmm. and I actually yeah, caught that at, at Overlook. Mm-hmm. And an Icelandic film. Shout out to our man, Elvar Gunnarsson. In for It Hatched. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and that was, I, I think it's unfortunate that both Hatching and It Hatched came out in the same year. Yeah. yeah. Too much hatching. Yeah. Too much hatching. <laughs> Too many but things both of hatching. them, both of them have some pretty spectacular eggs. Yeah. Involved. That's true. Lots of hatching. That is All right, true. here's a fun one. Okay, the Depends Award. What movie crapped its pants and disappointed us the most in 2022? Um, we are careful to point out here this isn't the worst, but the most disappointing. Like, we're not mad, we're just disappointed. And that's almost worse. So the thing is, you have to have the semblance of expectations to begin with in order to make this list. The movie needed to sound like it was going to be entertaining, but ended up being a letdown. And your nominees for 2022's Firestarter with a Rotten Tomatoes of 10%, Halloween Ends with a score of 40%, Jeepers Creepers Reborn with a 8% Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, it sounds like poor Robert probably watched this one. He did. Yeah. (laughs) Morbius with an 18% on Rotten Tomatoes. Pray for the Devil, coming in right below that at 17. <laughs> Rob Zombie's The Monsters, which has a Rotten Tomatoes of 53%, because Hard some people just, I don't know. Um, the Requin with 19%. <laughs> Studio 666 with 56%, which I have a problem with it being on this list. Um, but then we have movie. They Them with a score of 38% on Rotten Tomatoes and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, not the original, the 2022. And there's no the in front of yeah. this one. It's yeah. just Texas just Chainsaw. Texas Chainsaw Massacre at 32%. And Eric, who disappointed us the most last well, year? Well, this is, you get to have some fun again, Liz. Oh, good. I guess we have a three-way tie. <laughs> okay. Halloween ends. Okay. We have Jeepers Creepers Reborn. Okay. And we have the Wreck one. Well, what? I'm picking Relay Halloween time. Ends because I voted for it because I have not seen the other two movies. <laughs> <laughs> I, Halloween Ends, actually, it's a terrible film, but it actually has some pretty solid elements to it. But remember, the the, the criteria it's is not how bad is the movie, how disappointing yeah, how is how disappointing the movie. Like, I'm just, that's what I'm yeah. saying. I don't think it's as disappointing as say the texas chainsaw is just flat out terrible yeah flat yeah. out terrible studio 666 is a I great it. film yeah i know i, I did not like I, it is really fun those guys it, cannot the, act the, the, so this was the <laughs> ballot maker <laughs> sliding in something he didn't like okay folks <laughs> yeah dave Grohl. Yeah. dave Grohl does a great job with it and will it. forte is hysterical oh. in the film. i yeah I, I think it's a i think it's a great movie and i think it's I, I think it deserves to be seen. And I think it's actually pretty, it's pretty damn funny too. I thought it was I, a I, really too. funny movie. I say no on all your statements. <laughs> <laughs> I had high expectations because I thought this was going to be a lot of fun and I was bored stiff. Oh, so I, I had a tried, lot of fun. I have tried to watch the Munsters now uh, three times. I've, I've honestly, I've started it three times. <laughs> That is Hank, more than you, you should try. Hank? <laughs> Hank, only, Hank only watched it once. He but, knows better. <laughs> yeah. And we, I haven't finished it because it's that bad. Yeah. Uh, that one, I knew it was going to be bad coming into it. But Texas Chainsaw, based on the criteria, I, I am here to tell you, is far, far, far and away the worst movie of 20. I didn't even bother. Yeah, I watched terrible. it. 
I Although liked I, I it will, better than Halloween ends. I think that I've seen some of the stills and the stills, the the cinema, some of the, the the shots look pretty good from the stills. But I'm I I saw your review and I was like I ain't touching this because yeah. I've been I, I I have been I have been severely disappointed with Texas Chainsaw stuff. There's nothing. After the second one, there hasn't been anything else that I've really enjoyed out of the Texas Chainsaw franchise. Oh, no, franchise. number three with Vigo is great. That one is great. That's a great movie. I, I think the problem is that it has to live up to the expectations, and it's really, really hard to oh, live up to. Oh, the third one totally does. Third, the third one is awesome. When was the last time you saw Texas Chainsaw 3? It is good. Uh, it's been a while. I, <laughs> I just, it didn't, it doesn't sit with me. I mean, I won't say it's awful. Yeah. I mean, because, but I just, I just, it doesn't stick. I mean, well, it's like, we're, we're the first two. Yeah. One of y'all will get to do the Texas Chainsaw Massacre in a yep. couple of podcasts when we spin the wheel of misfortune with yeah. the Stay tuned, go. listeners, yeah. for that. There you go. So, I'll do it. I'll do it. Marissa and Jackie. It's and... Up to the wheel, Mike. Not to All right. Moving volunteer. on to the Bloodbath <laughs> Award. This is the use, uh, the best use of exploitation or gore in a horror movie in 2022. Uh, 2022 for Gord Hounds will ever be known as the year of Terrifier 2. No doubt this uh, this is NC-17 material. And frankly, this appears to be Art's party and everyone else is happy to be here. But who knows? The rest of the scenes were pretty intense. And they included Prey, where the Predator tears up the entire fur trapper company. Mad God, where the pooping giant scene. Uh, Hellraiser, where Voight gets skinned and turned into a Cenobite. Naughty Morty, dealing with the greedy sister. Swallowed, digging out the packages out of Dom. <laughs> Terrifier 2, uh, where Art butchers Alley. Uh, Terrifier 2, where Art dismantles the coroner's head. And Terrifier 2, where Art butchers Ricky at the Halloween, sh- uh, uh, Butcher's Ricky, the Halloween shop clerk, and the winner was... Terrifier 2, Art Butcher's Alley. Oh, yep. Which scene. is... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I... Super gross. I, I, I had to bail. Yeah. And I think but it's it like, like I voted, nine minutes long. I yeah. voted for it, because it's uh-huh. like... I've. It's insanely long. It, yeah, it it's is, insanely it's, long. Uh, and it was... Yeah. And good news, they just announced this week, Terrifier 3 3 is coming out in fall of 2024. It's hard to get as much bang for your buck as you can with Terrifier 2. I mean, it's like small budget indie film, and it just, and it hit, because it's for the gore, it is explicitly for the gore hounds, and we, they don't, this, Liz, who is our, our hardiest of the, the, the the podcasters, though. Even yeah. though it was a one and done, I talked about it on our uh, yeah. only yeah. to see it one time. Yeah, because I, I, I took one for the team. Yeah, because I knew I knew its reputation, so I watched this when when assembling the nominations, and I was like, okay, I could have gone five deep on Terrifier two. Yeah, that right, could have all been like which Terrifier like, two scene like, is the glorious. But there were some other great great moments. I I also remember the Mad God scene with the pooping giants, and I was like. Oh, that's so wrong! That's so wrong. And the not and and uh, the swallowed scene. We're digging the packages uh-huh. out of Fort Dom. Man, I mean, it's 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 more suggestive than explicit, but it is still one of the yuckiest things. And it's the one of the cringiest scenes you will see mm-hmm. uh, on on uh, on the on the screen. So uh, definitely check out Swallowed. Yeah. Check out Terrifier too if you've got a strong constitution. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's a, the that all the warning labels apply to Terrifier mm-hmm. too. Oh, All yeah. right, let's move on. Yes. 
Okay, our next category is for the best screenplay. And an encouraging trend in horror movies over the past decade is the emphasis on strong storytelling and dialogue. And this year's nominees are no exception. And they are Bones and All, Barbarian, Watcher, See No Evil, The Menu, Resurrection, Digging in the Dirt, and The Black Phone. Eric, who is our winner, please? Blowout winner this year. Woo! The menu. Mm -hmm. Super smart script. Mm -hmm. Man. I have not seen the menu. What? Yeah. Mike. Because because (laughs) you both characterized it as a thriller, less horror. And I've stayed away from it just based on that alone. Oh, no, it's a great movie. Fix it. It is a great movie. I know it's a great great movie, but it's It's got a cult in it. Yeah. yeah, but it yeah, okay. But you but everybody and every murders. everybody, including you all, have yeah. sort of mm-hmm. characterized it's, it not it, as a horror movie, but as a thriller. It's it is more thriller than horror. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. All mm-hmm. uh, right. But it is also a it belongs in a horror movie recap. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So that okay. Okay. Please remedy that tonight, Mr. <laughs> I believe it is streaming. I cannot believe you haven't seen it. It is so good. All right. Uh, Best monster of 2022. There's something about the great inhuman monster. Big stompy or twisted. These mutated beasties touched our imagination in 2022. And they include the monstrous marsupial and carnifex, the bird creature from hatching. Not it hatched, but hatching. uh, The living Mm -hmm. packages from swallowed. The feral predator and prey. Pinhead and Hellraiser. The strange wolf beast in the cursed the man thing in werewolf after midnight and the subterranean lab experience in the lair and the winner was people went with the familiar oh pinhead from hellraiser uh with with our new uh female pinhead yeah yeah Yeah, and she was she looked terrific yeah all the all the centibites look great yeah the film was boring I like the. I liked it. I, yeah. I had. A, I had a good time with it. It's I, like it was a, fine. Yeah. It's a three star film. It's a yeah. three star. Film. I, I'd say it's I, three and a half for me. Yeah. I think uh, it looked great, but it was just. Eh. I, just I couldn't think of that, that, that lead actress. Uh, I know yeah. you're. Oh, yeah. No, she was. Like she was character, but she no. was. Yeah. It was unlikable awful. protagonist. That character yeah. was awful. Yeah, and, but but I think that it was for me. It was also a an encouraging return to form for a franchise that has been routinely bad for the past five versions of hellraiser i mean you get once you get past hellraiser three it really suffered and it's like okay now we're back we can yeah play it, with was, it, a little it was it was a nice reboot but it looked great yeah it looked great and had a had a, had a, a respectable pinhead yeah. Uh, oh yeah all the yeah. centibites were yeah. great yeah. yeah okay back all to a right. liz favorite our next ca- uh category is the elvira award for the best horror tv series Uh and Uh a great trend in horror tv continued in 2022 as long format storytelling and horror make for great bedfellows as well as anthologies there are a few new groundbreaking shows that entered the competition this year and sadly one of the best according to some people archive Mm -hmm. 81 was canceled after only one season so Mm -hmm. make sure you're watching horror on tv because our nominees this year are ann rice's interview with the vampire from amc archive 81 it was on netflix chucky season two on sci-fi from season one on epics 
Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities on Netflix, Servant on Apple, Wednesday on Netflix, and Yellow Jackets from Showtime. Eric, who is our winner? Uh, this one, a, a lot of support for Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities. Uh, I, I see, I've seen six of them. I like three of them and, mm -hmm. and was not fond of three of them, but the three that I liked, I really liked. Um, so it's a, it's a bit of a mixed bag. It's really nicely produced. Um, I think it's also the, one of the easiest ones to sort of as a, to get into. I, I would put this in the Hellraiser category. Look, looks great. Yeah. Kind of boring. Oh, okay. I agree I, with I, kind of boring, except for I like the Panos Cosmatos. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that one was one. good. But that yeah. one stood out as completely different from all the other ones. <laughs> right. I also like the warehouse one. Uh, yeah, that was that that was. Oh, that was yeah, I did one. like that one. That was too. But I'm going to I voted for uh, Interview with the Vampire and I'm going oh. to stump for this show because yeah. I am not a huge fan of this property. But I freaking loved this show. It looks fantastic. And uh the cast is wonderful. It's set here in New Orleans and they do a great job of making it look like somewhere you'd want to go. And I really just really, really liked this kind of reboot of this uh, property. So yeah. I'm gonna tell people to check it out. Yeah, right. I think I think this I is this is Liz's category saying yeah. that so, I liked it. Yeah. So Liz, was that was that your vote? Was did you that, do? And, yeah, I voted for yeah. interview with the vampire. The only one on this list I have not seen is Oh, no, there's two. I haven't seen Chucky. I'm not mm -hmm. a big child's play person. And I haven't seen Wednesday yet. Um, mm. I think I'll probably watch that this summer. Yeah, Servant I, I, is also so good, but so weird. I, I mean, <laughs> but it's worth watching that. It looks beautiful. And From is now in its second season. I think it's switched networks. That's also yeah. a very cool show. Yeah, I think that the difficulty for me is that I that's a lot of stuff to try and try and watch. And I need to catch up with most of these. So um, I think that's, that's sort of indicative, uh, indicative of uh, this got spread all around. And this was, um, mm -hmm. we got, we got lots of votes for lots of different shows. Yeah. Yeah. All right, all right. Mike. Uh, the best horror movie moment of the year. These are the proverbial whole, sh holy shit events that will have you talking to your, uh, talking to your friends uh, in years to come. The moments for us in 2022 were, the destruction of Michael Myers and Halloween ends. The jean jacket consumes everyone at Jupiter's claim in Nope. The feral predator takes out a bear in Prey. Finney's final escape plan in The Black Phone. Tess and Keith run into the mother while exploring the basement in The Barbarian. Maxine is struck under, stuck under a bed while Frank and Pearl attempt to get it on in X. Congratulations, it's a boy from Resurrection. <laughs> Lee's parting gift to Marin from Bones and All, Speak New Evil, the final grueling scene, and the prom in Wednesday, and the winner was... Uh, this is another big win. This is Tess and Keith run into the mother and, and Barbarian, which is the turning point where you go, this is not what I thought it was yeah. going to yeah, be. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. right. This is like, oh my God, I thought... I, the, the moment where... Um, uh, is it Bill Skarsgård? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Where you, because you, you think that he's he's the creep. At right. least you think initially. It's like he's this handsome but odd fella. No, he's not the problem. Yeah, the, the problem's in the basement, and he's yeah. Unfortunately, and I remember when Barbarian came out. Everybody, I mean, anybody trying to write a view was like, I can't review this movie. Go in cold. <laughs> Don't yeah. talk to anybody. Yeah. Like just go in because you it 
splits. Yeah, right. Yes. Spoiler alert. Spoiler yeah. alert. But that is the that is about the the halfway mark of the movie, mm-hmm. and it changes everything. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. I love that movie, and I voted for that one there too okay so now we are in the best director of 2022 and we have a few iconic horror directors this year we've got jordan peele ty west scott derrickson we've got carter smith luca guadagnino and uh some new entries okay so our nominees are jordan peele for nope ty west for x zach krieger for barbarian scott derrickson for the black phone Christian Tefdrup for Speak No Evil, Chloe Okuno for Watcher, Luca Guadagnino for Bones and All, and Carter Smith for Swallowed, with a nice picture of Eric and Mike and Carter on the ballot. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. So this is, we break out your gavel, Liz. It's Ooh. time to break another tie. Uh-oh. So we have Ty West for X. Okay. We have Christian Tefdrup for Speak No Evil. Okay. And we have uh, Jordan Peele for no. Okay. I voted and picked Ty West for this category, even though Speak No Evil was my number one movie. Uh, it is so nice yeah. to have Ty yeah. West back. And, yeah. and boy, did yeah. X look cool. And Pearl looked phenomenal. I didn't love it, but it, man, it looked yep. great. But yep. X, oh, I had so much fun with that. I loved it. And that was you. And, and you got yeah. to, did you actually see that at premiere? premiere. Yep. So that, mm-hmm. yeah. And and uh, I remember you were sort of trying to temper what you thought about the movie because getting a chance to see the yeah. debut always yeah. has that extra buzz yeah. about it. This but that it, X factor, it holds up. like yeah. the movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. But mm-hmm. oh man, it was great. So And it, I think it also plays to Ty West's uh, strengths, which is period piece, yeah. uh, accuracy in his depiction of a uh, 70s, uh, 70s throwback, and then mm-hmm. sort of also going just enough sleazy porn stuff to make it believable, but not right. so sleazy that it's like, okay, that's enough. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> All right, moving on to the Horseshoes and Hand Grenades Award. This is the best horror adjacent film of 2022 one of the things that we like to talk about is whether a horror movie is a horror movie as we have been this in fact this episode is it a horror movie or not our nominees from 2022 were agatha an experimental art film digging in the dirt a science fiction film flux gourmet a dark fantasy living with chucky a documentary mad god experimental art men a thriller the Menu, a thriller, uh, Prey, an action Western film, and Zero Budget Heroes, a documentary. And the winner was... Uh, not a surprise here. This is The Menu, All the, right. a thriller, as Mike has been pointing out earlier. Yes. It's uh, <laughs> And it is very much a thriller uh, and has enough horror again. We yeah. talked about this. I think so, uh, it, it, uh, but I, I think there are a number of these other... the. If you want, if you want to just get weirded out and watch Mad God, it is one of the weirdest things that you will put your eyes on. It, it's some. It, uh, it, it, I would say Men, and Men is not a thriller; it is a full-on horror film. Men has some of the best. That, that should have been in our special effects, but I don't know if yeah. I would go with horror. So, oh, I yeah, I think, I think I think it shows up on a lot of thriller account. Uh, Men is a straight-up horror film. Yeah, and the, the closing sequence is about as weird as you get. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah you're not going to find well. 
we may be talking about that here soon here. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. All right. <laughs> okay. Now we are down to our final two categories. And I am going to announce the nominees for the best horror feature for an independent or limited release. And our nominees are Watcher, Who Invited Them, Swallowed, Deadstream, Resurrection, Speak No Evil, A Wounded Fawn, and Terrifier 2. Eric, who is our winner? Uh, this is uh, this will make Liz happy. Speak no evil. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. By yeah. This one, this one spread spread out uh, a lot of a lot of onesie twosies uh, for the um, for a lot of these other films, but uh, the the majority of the vote, uh, speak no evil, um, and Terrifier two yeah. uh, came close behind. I absolutely loved all of these films. All of them loved them except for Deadstream. Right. Hated Deadstream. Yeah. Loved the rest of them. And this is and Deadstream was. I like Deadstream more than you. I did yeah. not love a wounded fawn, but it looked yeah. great. This yeah. is so Deadstream. That's uh, Robert. Robert and Joseph were fond of Deadstream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked so, it more than yeah. I thought I would. Yeah. All right, moving on to the final category of the night: the best horror feature wide studio release. This includes. Barbarian, Smile, Nope, The Black Phone, X, Bones and All, The Menu, and Prey. I like how people are keeping their film titles very, very short mm-hmm. and it's concise a- <laughs> in 2022. It's a horror tradition. It mm-hmm. is. And the winner is... Barbarian! Yay! Yay! Wait, oh, wait, oh, wait, what? no, no, oh, oh, no. I'm reading the colors wrong. Read the colors wrong. Oh, oh no! Oh god! This oh. is like this is like the Oscars from like three years ago. We handed out the wrong. Episode. No 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 no! This is um, this is the the black phone. Oh, oh right. there you go. The there. black phone with thirty five percent. Oh, so yeah. Uh, I was reading my my colors. My Eric's old eyes were bent <laughs> to between green and blue. So it is yes. Um, Settle down, so Warren Beatty. The the envelope the envelope <laughs> mix up is on me. I I, I fully admit that. Congratulations <laughs> to the Black Phone. Eric I love Warren Beatty. Leo. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, I think I was a fan of all the movies on this uh, on this list. And of course, since I'm I'm assembling the, the roster. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, I think the black the Black Phone was um, probably my favorite thing coming out of Overlook from two years ago. Um, and it, it proved that you can do last year, or last year. yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. this, this, um, but it, it, it shows that there are still some good original ideas from the big studios, mm-hmm. uh, and they yeah. don't have, you don't have to lean on your franchises, prequels and sequels. Yeah. Um, uh, this was, uh, granted it, it, it comes from Joe Hill, Joe Hill. Mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and you get Scott Derrickson involved and, and Ethan Hawke is, uh, he, he's kind of barely in the movie, barely does much acting, no, but he I want is a iconic. Prequel. I want yes. to learn about yeah. that. Oh, character. Yeah. Ooh, that'd be, that's a yeah. great idea. I yeah. wouldn't be, it did pretty well in, in the theaters. I would be, I, 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 I would expect that they're going to go back to this well. I would love it. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and after all this talking about how it's great that we have an original franchise. Well, now let's start one. Let's yeah. yeah okay, <laughs> that's right. This is this is one worthy of continuing because it's number two. Yeah. Okay. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> so there you go, everybody. Our uh, the 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 best and the worst of 2022. Uh, uh, if you didn't agree with this, next time vote. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs>
So right. we uh, we would like to thank all of the people who participated this year uh, in our in our balloting. But and there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, and we don't have time to thank. Can't all thank them all by the name. That participated. Right. It was it was spectacular how many how many ties we had with so many people. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and good job mayor for for uh thank you for doing your your duty to to break the ties this Luckily, year all the tiebreakers were the ones that i picked so i didn't have to choose something i didn't pick <laughs> there you go yeah.